surprises around every corner, but nothing dangerous. Don't be alarmed. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is your life. It's unacceptable. Swear to God, true story. Right. Please clap. No problemo. This is The Brian Suits Show. Jeff Bezos might eat your face off is one of the things you learn in uh, Burn Book, A Tech Love Story. And that... uh, so, and I, and I, I can see this about Zuckerberg. Amazon, so the KTTH branch is here. Just going over the Seattle references in the uh, Kara Swisher book. And I, I remember, I guess I know her byline from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Meta founder Mark Zuckerberg is one of the most carelessly dangerous men in the history of te- technology. D- doesn't that make sense? That There's a lot here to be excited about. Meta uh, is that the, he hasn't lived enough life. And success and money was festooned on him when he was 22. He dropped out of Harvard at like 21, something like that. Yeah, really young. And in in that um, in that movie, Social The Social Network. Network, which is pretty good, that's a true story. That Bill Gates is there talking when blah 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 <laughs> in that Internet vaccination World Bank and. Zuckerberg didn't know who he was. I think this could be very positive for our society and economy. She she poked fun at the Google founders, including an anecdote about an eccentric baby shower that I told you about. She attended for one founder. Um, and uh, she says, over the years, with increasing alarm, I watch idealistic young founders aiming to change the world with miraculous digital innovations become sloppy and careless internet moguls due to ungodly financial windfalls. And that, that goes for... Uh, Gold millionaires a hundred years ago, um, and stuff. But she, th- this uh, fond um, uh, memory, this folksy anecdote about Jeff Bezos, I like. Uh, when she first met Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, uh, he could only she could only think of him as feral. She was in a reporter at Wall Street Journal. She was visiting Seattle to tour one of Amazon's first warehouses in the mid nineties. Bezos, eager to score prominent coverage of his fledgling company. Skittered around like a frenetic mongoose, uh, she recalled um, in her book that was published earlier this week, Burn Book, a tech love story. He was a numbers guy who was more sophisticated and more performative than many of the startup founders making a splash at that time. Uh, where the Google founders were silly, uh, littering their offices with scooters, Bezos was serious. Whereas Microsoft's uh, co-founder Bill Gates was outwardly difficult. Bezos kept his bare-knuckled characteristics in public checks. Still from the start, I had little doubt. I had no doubt that Jeff Bezos would eat my face off if that is what he needed to, to get ahead, which I, th- I think that... Uh, Rings true. Yeah, of all of them. Yeah, and Gates was busy uh, being friends uh, uh, with Epstein and flying to Epstein Island at that time. So, so anyway, I, I no, no great revelations except that... When young people have a whole lot of money and don't have to worry about where tomorrow's meal is coming from, they will spend money on dumb stuff like costumes for a baby reveal, you know, in between founding Google uh, and all that. And we and have, didn't we see, didn't I play that audio of, um, <clears throat> there's YouTube video of Bezos at like the first office in West Seattle, in his garage or whatever. And the first computer that they bought, and he's tracking orders, taking phone calls, uh, and all that. Because I, it was, I mean, I, I remember there was a time that Amazon was just a bookstore, and then it was an online bookstore, and and all, there was that time. 
but I never called it. I, I always made my my orders by the computer, and it just it blew. Who knew that in the age of the internet, book sales would blow up? But I I don't know if there if there's a moment. There's never been a movie about Amazon's explosion. Did he realize something or whatever? I I, I always would have bet on books anyway. But or why were books the first thing that he went into selling? Yeah, he and yeah, he and it, it exploded. And he and you know he realized why go anywhere for that anything any place you go to buy a thing is a detour. You should sit at home and buy that and have it delivered to you. I mean, pretty it seems pretty intuitive now, but I didn't put it together in 1995. Okay, here's a Bezos quote from that time. Out of all the different products you might be able to sell online, books offered an incredibly unusual benefit that set them apart. There are more items in the book category than there are items in any other category. Really? Well, okay, yet, uh, but here's the thing. I've been struggling to find certain books that are have, have never been in, well, if they were in print in the United States, uh, they went out of print like 1968. And so I'm having to... Uh, you know, search for uh, an original copy in like Cotswaddle in in Wales for five hundred ninety nine bucks, and no, hard no on, on that one. And and then there there is a brilliant business, the the print on order business. Yeah, okay, you know, it, it it just says book that you ordered, you know, or whatever. But I mean, twenty bucks is less than six hundred bucks. Last I checked, right? I did not know that. Um, yeah, and so uh, I and so because of that, I have a book coming that you can't buy in the United States unless you want to drop six hundred bucks on a Welshman, <laughs> and uh, and then maybe see it in a month uh, or, or something. So, so anyway, I don't begrudge uh, uh, Bezos uh, his money, but I mean Windows. Who wouldn't have thought of that? You know, really. Uh, so, uh, well, it's going on, and that is. The the ongoing uh, it'll go on all weekend long the the border uh, debate and it's on like Donkey Kong you're going to see a spate of and get ready for it um, because there's been a, a change in the style guide from the White House um, executive actions they're not executive orders because today Biden is annou announcing a new executive action he'll be doing these later on today and this is because they don't want to they're, they're very awkwardly dancing around the fact that he's going to reinstate. Some Trump executive orders. These are the ones, the very ones that that Biden undid, uh, like remain in Mexico. Where you want to, you want asylum here? Stay there until you're hearing. Instead of instead of here, cross the river, get a yellow notice to appear, and then your hearing is in seven years. I mean, even Biden admitted that, um, and he he knows that this is a it's it's a bad policy. And I have. Well, I, I think we can at least ascribe some uh, cause and effect to those comments and getting rid of all the executive orders. Do you think the president could reinstitute, some, put some of those executive orders with the sign of a pen back on? And would that help? Would you urge him to do that? To, uh, to the, help your the, Mayor of New York, Eric Adams. Situation. The most important thing I believe we could do during this crisis is allow people to work. Uh, everyone who passed uh, through the Statue of Liberty. That'll, that will all, uh, uh, that would all be a non-concern if you made them remain. And also, okay, we got to negotiate with Mexico. Trump did, uh, and it didn't seem to be uh, a thing. 
Uh, they will take our money and they will hold on to those people. And also, meanwhile, if you're someone who thinks, well, all I got to do is get on this charter and fly to Nicaragua because there's no visa needed. Then I just walk to America. Now you're going to hesitate before you get on that plane in in the Emirates uh, or or whatever. Um, but yeah, make no mistake, it is costing uh, New York money. Here's, here's their solution. They're banking on the federal government uh, bailing them out. And, and why wouldn't they? Right? We're saving approximately $600,000 a month, $7.2 million a year by giving individuals a card that allows them to buy food or baby supplies, spending $13 a day on food that's cheaper. That's so it's really weird, but he lays out the case that when they were handing out PB&Js to Venezuelans, they were winding up in the, in the garbage. They were wasting the money. And there's no shortage of markets in New York uh, that will satisfy a South American diet. You just have to go to the right bodega. And you know what? How 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 astounding! Venezuelans can navigate New York pretty well, and which if you give them money, they'll go buy the food that they want, and then they'll take it back to the hotel that you're paying for because there's a kitchen in there. Um, and so, oddly enough, this that, though that sounds like a crazy, you know, burden to for a city to suddenly have two hundred thousand people that are walking around with your your EBT card, but it's saving the wastage of $600,000 worth of food per month, uh, you know, for fish and chips or lutefisk or whatever they're rejecting. It's less food waste. This is a real win-win for us. And the money will and go. And he goes on. Uh, but, yeah, make no mistake, though, This th that was a performance uh, yesterday. You, you saw a performance, and it was a uh, mock Trump by claiming that you want to really reach across the the aisle and that I'm I'm the one being reasonable. I'm I'm the viable president. You're crazy. You're throwing. You're calling Gavin Newsom names and the whole thing. In fact, they even brought their attack dog out, who's the Secretary of Homeland Security, Mayorkas, to denounce Abbott. And you know the Republican Party's man of the year, man of last year, man of this year, Governor Greg Abbott uh, is is the one who said to Homeland Security, "If you don't fix the border, I'm going to fix my border." Because there's a U.S. border with Mexico and there's a Texas border with Mexico. We're going to fix it. And he fixed it. Okay. So now the problem is over there in Arizona and California where the president was not yesterday. So, But he, he brought out his yap dog first. Unlike Texas Governor Abbott's efforts to undermine federal border enforcement, the leaders in Brownsville serve as a model of cooperation in addressing together. Well, Brownsville's in Texas too. If it was a problem, um, they, they'd be doing the same thing they're doing in Eagle Pass, but where where Trump went, and so they're uh, trying to bring us that that contrast, but only when when the White House uh, dictates how it works, because the the White House dictated this montage that you're only seeing on their network on MSNBC, and listen to how reasonable old Joe is, and how unreasonable Trump is, hurling insults, making up. A, a dirty nickname for the benighted uh, Gavin Newsom. To Mr. Trump, join me, or I'll join you in telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill. We can do it together. The United States is being overrun by the Biden migrant crime. It's a new form of uh, vicious violation to our country. There's no red state or blue state where I come from. 
They're just communities and families looking for help. This governor, Newscum from California, isn't that his name, Newscum? Uh, what he's done to California is unbelievable. So instead of playing politics with the issue, why don't we just get together and get it done? But this is a Joe Biden invasion. Horrible. Crooked Joe is the blood of countless innocent victims. Compromise is part of the process. That's how democracy works. That's how it's supposed to work. We did much better in 2020 than we ever even thought about doing in 2016. And very bad things happen. So they, they put that up. And, uh, you know, if you told me that the Trump campaign made that, I, I'd believe it because I'm, I'm nodding when Trump is talking. He is new scum and the whole thing. The, the most, the, the bottom of the barrel uh, counter argument from the left is this one. Would it really make a difference if an American citizen uh, murdered your daughter in Georgia? They, they, always, they always say that. And the answer is yes, yes, it would. Um, because someone with no existential right to be here killing your very actual human child uh, is very frustrating. It's, it's, it's like a meteor hitting your daughter running around a lake in Athens, Georgia, and after it rapes her and then killing her. I, I mean, it's, it's the, the non-event that shouldn't happen. It's existentially, um, the, the guy should be in Caracas robbing, uh, robbing and raping there or something. But he's here because there's clearly an organized uh, campaign in Venezuela, to use the Cuban model, they are doing it. They're emptying jails and saying, walk north. This guy was one of them. Um, he, and they know the system uh, better than, like, some innocent family crossing over from uh, Costa Rica or whatever um, and and saying, you know, where, where do we get that prosperity juice? Is, was it in the river or, or whatever? Uh, who, who need, because then also here is your uh, new style guide, phrase of pays number two. So executive action will be taken today to deal with newcomers. Those are, those are two words uh, that were said and have been said now by the White House. These are newcomers. They're not illegal aliens like the law actually says, because it's a legal term. Uh, they're newcomers. Look, look for the term newcomers in the federal register. It, it won't, you won't find it. Well, so that's I'm, I'm telling you, those are your marching orders for the weekend. On Monday, we'll be dealing with this. But th this is it's, it's it's really funny. It's almost a found issue. If if Biden hadn't handed him this, they, he wouldn't be complaining and doing that. Oh, come on. I'll, I'll meet you. Let's uh, shake hands on this. They their policies and their thinking have absolutely uh, handed them an issue that I don't think uh, Biden can can solve. And also, he didn't even go. To the part where the the problem is, uh, and and that is from because the, they keep trotting out the, the uh, border patrol union. Well, uh, this is the chief of the border patrol from 2021 to 23. First two years of uh, Biden's uh, presidency, this guy was the chief. I've made it perfectly clear when I was the chief. I never once met with the president or the vice president, and I think it's long overdue that they sit down and roll up their sleeves and start coming up with some solutions. And so between uh, redoing history, saying, oh, no, the real explosion was during the, the, uh, the Trump administration, but there were people sitting in Mexico or heading home, but they were not sitting in Dallas or Athens, Georgia, with a notice to appear and uh, it's seven years from now. And uh, so the, the, the contrast could be, and I mean, this, this is uh, what they're really frustrated about is they did not see this coming because in, 
in their minds, all the all the migrants are all uh, they're all they're future Democrats and they're coming here. They're just coming here for the American dream. The the idea that uh, criminal gangs would be coming up here, entering and then hooking up with your free federal phone uh, when they get here, absolutely anathema to their to their thinking. Um, and uh, the idea that the, the unionized guys that endorsed the the Democratic uh, strongest border security bill ever are, are are now pointing out that no, it was more effective when Trump was president. Should President Biden have gone to a different part of the border? I believe so. I, I think it probably would have been best to go somewhere that's you know very busy, like uh, Arizona or California. A record 8.6 million migrants have crossed into the U.S. since President Biden took office. The Border Patrol Union telling us Mr. Biden should not have reversed Trump border policies. They were very effective for us as Border Patrol agents in securing the border. An NBC News poll shows 57% of Americans say Mr. Trump can best secure the border. Just 22% say Mr. Biden will. And, uh, and, and you know, obviously, if you're thinking uh, you're, they're trying to portray the rejection of the border bill, as well, yeah. Look at that; it's going to be just as dangerous, you know. So you're saying it's dangerous right now, and because they're trying to nail Trump with uh, telling uh, Johnson and and other Republican senators, um, don't don't vote on that because you're taking that because um, it's a bad bill. Number one, and and if you think it's a good bill and a strong bill, then you haven't read it. But taking that issue away, you would you would no more cut your own arm off than take that issue away because fifty seven percent to twenty two percent. You know, you kidding me on uh, on that deal? Uh, well, um, what about uh, hate crime? <clears throat> well, it is. They're actually whipping it out here in Seattle. Two men uh, jailed since September in King County on gun charges, now facing hate crime and burglary charges because they are breaking into Seattle and Renton homes um, after they uh, followed home uh, Asian shoppers because of the the word around the campfire is they have a lot of money in their house and the whole thing. Seattle PD had previously said uh, groups of three to seven armed assailants uh, committed 14 home invasion robberies between June and August uh, last year in four South Seattle zip codes. The investigation's ongoing. And, you know, are they going to say under oath, uh, yeah, we targeted them because uh, they're Asian? Probably not, but they'll never get to a trial because they're going to plead this out. Uh, and when interrogated, they said, yeah, we targeted them because everyone knows they have gold and cash and the whole thing. 28-year-old Demarcus Pate and 32-year-old Javis Tubbs were arrested in September along with two other men and a 16-year-old boy, all believed to be members of the same robbery crew. And that's one of the things is that there's a whole bunch of them. There was a whole bunch of them under 18. And I don't even know if any of them are, are up at Echo Glen or even in still, still in custody. But So they were taught those people have cash. The Asians um, and like uh, like uh, Cable Guy, remember when when uh, they been the fictional uh, trial? They're playing Ben Stiller's nine one one call when when he accuses, but who's he's on trial for killing his twin brother? He accuses Asians of doing it because they were speaking Asian. <laughs> oh my God, my twin brother's been shot. Yep, spot on uh, right there. Uh, all right, when we come back in a week, uh, 800-465-8770. Uh, checking if you're texting 
uh, final check in how your week is going or just your random uh, thoughts and things like that. And I'm not going to read what I titled that Mayorkas uh, audio, I'll say, uh, audio. And uh, check in local news. Boeing back in more trouble about the de-icing system or something. And this, this after... Uh, the FAA a few days ago said, you have 90, all this crap, you you got to fix it in 90 days. So uh, a wrap up on that and more stuff after this, AM770, KTTH. Popular demand, basketball highlights on the radio. Here's Tomanaga. Has struggled of late. That'll get him going. Tomanaga trying to answer any Tomanaga gets the by pulling away. Anyway, um, 0-2. And you heard right. That's Casey Tominaga, and he insists it's Tominaga, not Tominaga, but uh, Tominaga, and he would know because he's Japanese, and that's him. Six foot two, senior guard at the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Um, and uh, by way of explanation, uh, he is a gym rat in, in Japan. Both his mom and his dad played for their respective genders professional basketball league uh, in, in Japan. And if you thought... Shohei Otani is a big dude, and I had the pleasure of shaking his hand once in the hallway. A big guy, big big dude. This guy's dad, six eleven, seems tall. That's uh, one inch away from seven whole feet, um, and that. Uh, so anyway, uh, Tominaga uh, did turn out for the Indiana Pacers last year, but they passed on him in the draft, so he's uh, back at uh, Nebraska. And a very interesting story. I, I mentioned this because I just saw a Subway commercial. And you know who is on the Subway commercial? The actual Steph Curry. Because this guy they're calling the Japanese Steph Curry. And the reason they're calling him that is because he takes ridiculous shots. Just crazy shots. His his signature, the 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 Tominaga whatever, uh, Hakakure. Uh, is step in at the three-point line, step back, jump up, and shoot it. And it swishes. I mean, it's a, it's a, I don't know if Nebraska's going to be in the tournament. I failed to check the record. What about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? What about Indiana State? Did we do our due diligence on that guy? I heard about him for the first time this week, and I've only seen select clips on social media, but I'm liking what I'm seeing. It's a big dude, and he gives and those of us— And let's be honest, goofy-looking. <laughs> Those of us who move a little slower, he gives us all hope. Big, go- goofy-looking guy that spent 30,000 hours in his driveway, wherever he's from. Um, and, uh, you know, let's be honest, on, on the pasty white guys, you got to watch that acne on your shoulders. Oh, bacne, we called it in high school. Yeah, very bad scene. I was a victim of bacne, I'll admit. The word all, my, all my guy friends would slap me on the back. Hey, Greg! Oregon, Oregon State had a guy, Charlie Sitton. 
And it was so bad, they called him Zittin' Sittin'. <clears throat> it was nasty. It was just a bad scene. It's brutal. You know, and that was that was the time, that was way, way back in the day when, uh, like, uh, Chris Mullen wore, wore a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And he said, I wear a T-shirt because I'm Irish and because, you know, we have a problem with us. But uh, so anyway, uh, the Japanese Steph Curry uh, is Casey Tominaga, and he's legit. Um, and uh, it was the the uh, Nebraska Director of Basketball Strategy, whatever the hell that is, he likes to watch the uh, opposing bench when this guy hits his first shot because they're always stunned, apparently, which is so racist of them. So let's just check the texting and settle what you all think uh, on that. By the way, a very unusual shooting in Seattle last night. We'll get to it here in just a second because you don't hear about them solving themselves like this uh, often or like ever. Question from the 425. Brian, what is your intro song? Who cares? What do you mean top of the at 6 a.m.? No, I think every hour is what they're wondering. What is it? Killers, I, the man. Oh, is it? You have an affinity for the killers. You I like love their the entire killers. catalog, don't you? Yeah. They're um, great. I saw Brandon Flowers live at the Showbox Soto when he was promoting his solo album some years ago, which is also very good. Yeah, as a bandy band band, if you get a chance, I don't often recommend live music because that involves being around people. <sighs> people. Uh, they are great. And the more unplugged you can see them, the better. But, yeah, the Killers are just a strong band, and they grew up in Vegas, so they grew up playing, you know, paid gigs, and they had to deliver every night and all that, and uh, just a a great, great live band. In my card-counting days, I got comped tickets to a show to see the Killers with Phoenix at Mandalay Bay, one of my favorite concerts of all time. Um, So good. Yeah, and they're in permanent residence in Vegas because they live there, because they're from there. Right, right. Um, It's a hometown crowd. Uh, 310, uh, I haven't heard you mention this Asian woman. What are you sending me? A uh, woman shot and killed in robbery at Tukwila Costco? When that happened? What's her date on this? Tukwila police said a woman was shot and killed in some type of robbery at the Tukwila Costco on Friday? Uh, January 26th. Okay, so it's last month. Yeah, it's the end of the month. Oh, well, well in, back at the end of January, yeah, we did do that story. Four two five. So take your four and or three one zero. Uh, but uh, so anyway, yeah, I'm really leery about high end items in a Costco parking lot um, because it's anyone can walk in with a membership and see you go to that window and pick up the item. And I mean, they don't go to that window because it's a cheap item. I mean, that, as an opsec thing, I would say. Maybe come back later in the day, in, in the same day or, or something like that. So where is the uh, first In-N-Out in the state of Washington is going to be where? In-N-Out Burger? In-N-Out Burger, state of Washington. It's got to be a fake story. N- next to Costco in uh, down between Portland and Centralia on off I-5. They, where they, did you they read need, this? They need a uh, Costco. Still too much sales tax. Sorry, if you, if you go that far... Go to the Costco in Portland. Really? Stick it to Ansley. Except stop at the In-N-Out. Wait, hold on. This is, okay, usually there's these fake stories that pop up every once in a while that a new state is going to get In-N-Out Burger. This is legit. You're you're not telling lies here. No. What? Um. Yeah, it was they in. filed a development application with the city of Ridgefield. Ridgefield. That's what Spokesperson for the company confirmed. Yeah, there's an what? exit there. Yeah. And oh, so. heck yes. And so. Double-double uh, animal style. You're coming north. Long. And you're and you're like, oh, let's stop at the Kalama McMenamins. No, stay on the road. Too not worth it. 
Go to the In-N-Out in Ridgefield, and uh, please enjoy. I can't believe mine eyes. I'm super pumped. But it's my favorite burger in America is the In-N-Out burger. I, I would say put it at the PDX Costco, the one by the airport. That's where everybody goes. You don't pay income tax. Sales tax, I mean. Um, and it's an in-and-out. So there's, you'll, you'll, you'll hear it from me. Talk about bearing the lead. How did I, we not start 6 a.m. with I that know, story? I know. I know. And, and, and that's, that's the thing is if you build up your shopping cart on Ikea and Costco, they're right next to each other. Uh, they're, they're, they're by PDX. It's, it's a Washingtonian. It's a, it's a high sales tax dream. And now you put an in-and-out there. I, now I'm looking for a bunk bed to by just the way, move in. Pro tip, look under those cups and you'll find the Bible verse of the day. Really? Or you mean printed on the cup? Yep. Look at the bottom of the cup. You'll see a Bible verse. From the 425. That's Brian very Chick-fil-A of them. <laughs> very Chick-fil-A of them, right. A lot of folks on Twitter, Brian, are pushing Rand Paul to replace Mitch McConnell. Your thoughts on the Senate Minority Leader Rand? I like him. No one else in the Senate does. He will not be Senate Minority Leader. They they don't like him. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. He he's a contrarian. He's a sharp guy, and then Ick, he's an MD. So when he talks to Pfizer people, they they MSNBC and CNN lambasted him for two years, and he was right. He was right because he's an unlike them. He's an MD, and he knows what a titer is. Okay. Also, the other thing is, I think in and out. I think they're skipping Oregon, I believe, because they have Burgerville in Oregon. They might have one location in southern Oregon, right near the tip of northern California. May, maybe Mabes on that one, yeah. But yeah, if you can if you can uh, hit Burgerville, uh, dude, that's a that's an outstanding cheeseburger. Tillamook sharp cheese on their Burgerville cheeseburger. Duly noted. Can't can't beat that. From the five four one, Brian, does it seem like gas prices are going up right now? Depends on where you live. Probably. I I guess because I'm slumming it now. I it does okay so. Gas is it was two thirty nine when Biden was inaugurated. It's three thirty nine nationally, not around here. Around here, it's north of four bucks. So apparently, they are going up. I guess what when you go from the ethanol free real gas that I buy to to uh, you know lazy uh, slum gas like the rest of you uh, buy, uh, I did. It was a buck cheaper than what I'm paying. But you can't put a price on love. Uh, so I, I have to. What I do. I apologize to the car as I put that stuff in. I cry and I apologize to the car. You are a, totally. a of engines and stuff. And so, 206, by the way, my favorite, uh, you know, just like you might have a favorite barista. Um, I only eat oysters when I'm right next to the ocean. And the place I go to, which is right next to the ocean, I only, my favorite uh, shucker, oyster shucker, apologizes to the oyster. One 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 day I said, can I pay more if you apologize to them each time? And and she thought that was funny, and so she started doing it. And so so I insist on that. Anyway, 206 says, hey, back in Wisconsin, we played catch and drank soda. But yeah, you don't have a catch. You play catch because it's an active, ongoing thing. And I don't know why. I had a friend that used to annoy me because he said pop. That's an East Coast thing, right? I always get it confused. Soda and pop are the interchangeable words, but I always forget whether it's the West Coast that says one and the East Coast says the other. Back to the second name, so KTTH.
In and out update. Uh, I'll ask check in the texting. 425 says, sorry, there is an in and out in Kaiser, Oregon. But I sure don't remember it, but <clears throat> can you, do you know any fun facts about Kaiser, Oregon? I was going to say, did I know there was I've got a Kaiser, two great Oregon? Ones. One of Named them is after Kaiser Wilhelm II. No, it's K E I Z E R, oh, named after a okay. farmer. The single A Kaiser Volcanoes uh, are now defunct, but their stadium still stands there right at 5 5. And think too, <clears throat> the stadium straddles the 45th parallel. Do you know any fun facts about the 45th parallel? You quit Here's one. On the spot. It's halfway between the equator and the grid pole. Uh, the the top of the Earth and the equator is which is ninety degrees, uh, right? Okay, so for the forty fifth parallel, and as you go past it on I five, there is a sign. And if you don't know what the hell they're talking, if you look at your GPS all day long and you don't know what a compass is or that the Earth is divided up uh, in that way, then it doesn't matter to you. But it is kind of cool that hey, we're halfway between the equator and the North Pole. The That's probably why the kid loves road tripping with dad. So I have a weird feeling. We'll, we'll find out on Friday. Maybe this will be my my uh, audition for the uh, promo. Monday morning on the Brian Suit Show, did we go to Leavenworth or not? The answer may surprise you. So I don't know. I'll, I'll give it a shot. My, my, unlo- my truth unlock from last weekend is don't change the schedule. Um, mm-hmm. uh you know, don't sleep in. Or, or to me, sleeping in is three a.m. And at that point, just like just like any Saturday or Sunday, you get to a point where like you can't stay in bed anymore. You try to sleep in. You try to be. You were lazy. That was two hours ago. Now you're tired of it, and you you get up and you go. So I want to solicit uh, some free advice from the text line one eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. I'm a hundred percent going to Leavenworth this weekend with the misses, and I want some beer and bratwurst. What is the top place to get beer and bratwurst in Leavenworth? Please let me know. There, some some are a little more faky than others, but if it, if right, Keller, right. if if uh, if uh, Der Brat Keller, if anything that with the word cellar in it, uh, in in Leavenworth is uh, is great. And I'm a Hofbrauhaus beer guy traditionally when it comes to the German beer. That is, if you ever want to do the most touristy thing in. In September, go to Munich, go to München, go to the Hofbrauhaus House Oktoberfest, and it's being served. You, these women that are serving you have these forearms like Popeye, right? I mean, <laughs> little, I mean like 16. Yeah, they're years. grabbing with their mitts, mit der Honda, you know, f- six steins with the left and then six with the right and walking uh, with all that, it's crazy. Well, and all the Germans sitting at the massive uh, picnic tables are singing American songs. Yeah, too. there's David Hasselhoff. John or, Denver. Yeah, and all that. And um, yeah, but Hoff, Hoffbrau as a beer, it's, uh, it's it's like Olympia. It's like coming to the Northwest. And so, oh, you have German to have an Olympia. Water. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Taken and, from the Rhine. Uh, but anyway, um, th- uh, 206 says, Pop is West Coast. I grew up here and always said Pop. That's that's my I guess my memory. Uh, yeah, soda jogs my memory too. Soda is Moneyball, um, which is so so yeah. Um, I I gotta say because I'm I'm seeing way more baseball. Um, now I'm in the mood for Moneyball than Field of Dreams. That's your one-two punch. Yeah, 
Yeah, I gotta say, I'll I'm gonna I'll do that to myself as long as I'm staying at home, and I need to cry over the the Zoe's, my favorite oyster. Then I need to generate it by thinking of, and that's the thing. The money. If someone said, "Can you cry?" I can I can think of one dog, and I can think of the end of Field of Dreams, and and it's a race. Field of Dreams is gonna make me cry faster than a dog who I know had a great life, and uh, you know, but still sad that. The doc isn't around. People will come, Ray. Yeah. So, and then if he's a good hitter, how come he doesn't hit good? His that never grows old. Um, well, so uh, when's the last time you heard this um, shooting in Rainier Valley overnight? Uh, they turned themselves in. Wait, what? Yeah, it's right, Holly. SPD does say this started with uh, Brian. several people trying to break into a business that's just a couple of miles away from here. Go ahead and take a look at your screen right now. This is how the scene looked just a few hours ago when the call came in. Shows footage of SPE Ford Explorers and lights on also. See if you can figure this thing out. This is Rainier Avenue South near South Court Street. We're being told by SPD, the owner of a business called him, saying multiple people were trying to break into a store and he tried to stop it. Within minutes after that, though, someone was shot. We're also being told that victim is a friend of the owner. Still a lot of questions, though, this morning. Did so you understand any of that? Mm, Something, some someone of called the owner that someone was breaking into your business and then a friend of the owner was shot. And the owner said, I'm going to go do something about this outrage. The business called him, saying multiple people were trying to break into a store, and he tried to stop it. Within minutes after that, though, someone was shot. We're also being told that victim is a friend of the owner. Still a lot of questions, though, this morning surrounding on what exactly— Well, you're not doing a damn bit of good, Mo, getting me those answers. That's Mo Hyder from Channel 4, uh, who needs to maybe go back to how to be a journalist school and uh, not sleep through the how to be a journalist lecture, which is useful. We prompted this to happen, but we can confirm that three people have turned themselves in into SPD. Now, this is just one of several incidents of gun violence. I don't we care about those other ones, but uh, sh should we take one more pass at his explanation? He's on the scene. There's a Seattle PD public information officer there. It's a shooting. He's lucky Diaz didn't run him over in the, in the chief mobile. Okay, so let's take one more shot at this. Years ago, when the call came in, this is Rainier Avenue South near South Court Street. We're being told by SPD the owner of a business called him, saying multiple people were trying to break into... The owner of a business called him. Did you catch that? Caught it. Is he... Did I hear that right? The From this television correspondent? The owner of a business called who? This is Rainier Avenue South near South Court Street. We're being told by SPD the owner of a business called him, saying multiple people were trying to break into a store, and he tried to stop it. Within minutes after that, though, someone was shot. We're also being told that victim is a friend of the owner. Still a lot of questions, though, this morning surrounding on what... So on my third pass, my interpretation is that the owner of the business was called by someone who turned out to be a friend saying that multiple people are trying to break into your business. I'm going to intervene and got, and that's the person that got shot. Am, am I out of, out, of, out of my depth on that one? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I think, I think that's the right one. 425 says Kaiser, K-E-Y-Z-E-R. Well, I know people that live in Kaiser and they don't say that. 425. Killing me, Smalls. Totally. Uh, 253 with uh, 5440 your fight. I love the good historic uh, reference. Um, you know that the American Canadian border is the 49th parallel. The 45th is halfway through the pole and the equator. 
Um, uh, there were Americans in the uh, 1840s and 50s that wanted to move the border to the 54th parallel. Have to, uh, that can be your Canada. Up I there did not know Iceland. that. And the slogan was 54, 40, or fight. Wow. We, we were going we were gonna to take the best parts of Canada and uh, make them cry and all that. But anyway, good, good reference. Thank you very much. <laughs> maybe I'll explain that on, on Tuesday's uh, 10th break, or maybe something interesting will come, come along. <laughs> Weird feeling of that. Also, in and out in Grants Pass, I can confirm on, on that one. But uh, so anyway, yeah, you watch it, Canada. Yeah, we're watching you. 54-40 fight. All right, so. Excuse me? The um, executive orders are going to come fast and furious uh, today, except they're going to be called executive action. So we'll talk about it. We'll we'll check the bleeding on uh, Saturday because that would, what 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 is moving Biden is making that campaign issue that's killing him go away. And what's the price? He has to swallow his pride and 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 re-sign Trump executive orders, but re-sign them as executive actions. So we'll be back uh, Monday morning, 6 a.m. Uh, Dan Montez up next. Have a good weekend, everyone. Hope you're all alive and back here at 6 a.m. on AM 770 KTTH. Okay, everybody, that's it for today. Thanks. Um, we'll see you Monday. We'll be talking about Freud, why he did enough cocaine to kill a small horse. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>